Hello and welcome to Sides of the Apron. This will be the first ever episode that I air. It's going to be about all things wrestling, WWE, AEW, maybe New Japan, TNA, but mostly we're going to be covering Raw, SmackDown and AEW daily, if not weekly. This is episode one. I'm the host, Kane O'Keefe, and we're going to get straight into it, starting with the main man of SmackDown right now, who is, of course, Roman Reigns. And we're going to talk about what happened on Twitter. As some of you may know, a fan tweeted at Roman. Uh, Roman being forced down people's throats again. Such an overrated performer. The bout has changed hands so many times, it just has no prestige. Rubbish. And Roman's response to that was, Only reason I'm down your throat is because you keep your mouth open. I'm the best performer of this gen, period. And the title is finally in the right hands. Uh, for it to hold true value. Now, there's a couple of problems I have there. One, Roman just isn't the best performer of this generation. I love Roman, I'm not a Roman hater, and I think the new Paul Heyman angle is one of the best in a long time for surprise factor and for potential. But, in my opinion, Seth Rollins has been a more consistent and better wrestler over this, you know, sort of, well, since the Shield came into it, I would say is, uh, suppose when you start comparing them. And for me, it's Seth Rollins. But anyway, I have a one problem with the fans' comment. Because the fans said that the bout has changed so many times, it just has no prestige. Rubbish. Now, the problem is with that statement is that the bout has only been out now for four years. And it started with Finn beating Seth. And then it went to Kevin. And then Kevin lost it to Goldberg. And then Goldberg to Brock. And I think it was Brock to Roman. Roman to Brock. And Brock to Roman again. And then back to Brock or something like that. Uh, one of those things. It was quite quite a crazy time there. And I think Seth had it. Then The Fiend. Then Goldberg. Uh, then Braun. Then The Fiend. Then Roman. It's somewhere along those lines. But the point is that... The bout doesn't have much prestige as it is because of how much has been tarnished by Brock and Goldberg and I suppose someone argue Roman and even Seth during the last end of his title reign. So for, to say the bout has no prestige anymore would would be the opposite because the bout, if anything, is gaining prestige, not losing it. It can't lose prestige it never had anyway. So that would be my opinion on that. Uh, and... Again, shoving pe- uh, you know, people say Roman shoved down people's throats. Seth, when he was being shoved down people's throats. Uh, let's put it this way. No one was really moaning when Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, you know, Randy Orton, multiple time world champions here, Edge. When they were constantly winning the title, nobody ever moaned then. And you know why? It's because people loved those people. And I think, if anything, it's just the fans have been getting too want and needy and less enjoying what's in front of them. Less talking and more, you know, more watching and more enjoying the product. I mean, Roman said it himself. The only reason why he's down people's throats is because they keep their mouth open. In other words, they keep buying the tickets. They keep buying the merch. If you keep doing that, then do you expect them to change? But in my opinion, it's not that bad anyway, because you have to have those big guys that win the title constantly. Otherwise, there would be no threat. Anyway, the next thing I want to talk about was... Seamus. Now, 
ever since Sheamus came back, I was hoping that he was going to be like his old self, where he's he, you know he's smashing Triple H, you know, up and down the the ring and stuff. Now, for some reason, they've decided to make Sheamus this sort of credible jobber like Dolph Ziggler. Like if you beat him, it's an achievement, but he's never gonna. You know, he's not really a world title person anymore. Maybe he'll win the IC or the uh, United States at some point, but he's not credible as a main stage. He's just credible as a jobber. And I don't know if that's how you should be treating someone. In my opinion, an AW move would probably be preferable for him. I don't know how he feels at WWE. Maybe he's just content with being a jobber. I mean, it looks like Dolph Ziggler is that kind of person, but I don't know if Sheamus is. He looks great. He's a great wrestler, and uh, it's a shame that he jobs a lot now. Uh, even if it is to people that deserve it, you know, there should be probably other ways around that, or maybe other people to job. I'm not sure, but that's my take on Sheamus. Next one to talk about was Keith Lee. Now, Keith Lee was someone... I don't really watch NXT, but Keith Lee is someone that's come up from NXT and surprised me the most from, from in my opinion, anybody ever. You had Finn, you've got Matt Riddle, uh, you know, Kevin. He's all, I suppose Kevin had a very good impact. Uh, you know, beating Cena on his... Uh, was it his debut Raw when he was NXT champion still and John Cena was a United States champion? So that was good as well but Keith Lee for me looks great sounds great has the wrestling is agile the only problem I would say with Keith Lee is his name now I'm pretty sure Keith Lee is his real name so I suppose that's kind of different he didn't really think of the name Keith Lee and go that's a good name that's just his name in my opinion he should have just a one-worded name something maybe classic like you know like for example the destroyer a bit cheesy but not that some it may be you know, just a bit more intimidating. Maybe a double name, like Keith Lee, just a bit more, you know, uh, menacing. I mean, Brock Lesnar sounds like the guy you don't want to step in the ring with in the first place. Um, but, yeah, maybe a name change for him would be suitable. Now, next, next people I want to talk about is the Hurt Business. Now, these guys look good, but the only problem is they kind of feel like one, just another one of those mid-card... Uh, you know, groups just to keep the mid-card flowing. Now, you have to have that because it keeps uh, keeps uh, rivalries going. It creates rivalry inside of itself once they split up. Uh, and I suppose you need it for that middle bit. So I suppose there's not really too much I can say about that. I just don't really like having such, not big stables, but stables that aren't really going to go anywhere. For me, if, if you make a stable, it has to become big and it has to become the next big thing, not just mid-card, but maybe it's what's needed. But I do want to talk about uh, Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley should be a little bit higher up and maybe he should be world title level instead because he's got the looks. He doesn't really have the best mic skills and that's, for me, what's most important over ability always because no matter how much of a good wrestler you are, you have to ha you have to talk the look, if that makes sense. Like Triple H talks the look, Randy Orton, John Cena, The Rock, they all, they all talk how they look. They look great, they talk great. But the US title, well, the new US title that was in revealed, I didn't really like it first. And it has grown on me a lot. And I think, especially with Bobby Lashley holding it, not only does it give it that credibility that it needed, a bit of a push of credibility, it looks good around his waist. It fits in perfectly. I think it's the title for him. And I think it should take quite a beating for him to get beat of someone worthy, someone that is also like, you know, maybe like a Seamus, uh, uh, well, I'm pretty sure Seamus on SmackDown, but you know what I mean, someone of that level. 
Then you've got uh, Titus O'Neil, who had a little bit of a gimmick change on Raw Underground. And I thought at first the whole segment was going to be about him. And it was up until Riddick Moss stood up, got in, and beat him. Now, I don't know if this Titus O'Neil character change is going anywhere. He looks cool. I like the black trousers with the black shoes and the no top. And he looked, you know, he looked jacked. And he looked like he was going to wreck people, which he did until Riddick Moss stepped in the ring. Um, in my opinion, if you're going to give someone a new gimmick, or maybe that's his own... Maybe he did it without you know, them really saying it, and he did it anyway, and he was never intended to be pushed, it just, he's what he wanted to do, but if you're going to push somebody, or change somebody's gimmick a little bit, then, you, you know, they shouldn't be beaten by some guy just on the side of the Raw Underground ring, and, um, but moving on from that, we have uh, Dominic Mysterio, now Dominic Mysterio for me, is the best uh, newbie talent that there is, Keith Lee is definitely not a newbie talent, but considering he's new to the main roster, I'm going to consider him as new. And for me, Dominic Mysterio is probably the best one because he doesn't really have the mic skills yet or the talking skills. And he he, he does lack the expressions in the face. You know, when he does the five-star frog splash or the 619, like when he's in the pin and he is like, you know, you have to be grasping for the pin. You have to get almost so desperate that you're grabbing at the legs, you're pulling them up, you're looking around, you're desperate for the pin. Uh, face and heels obviously do it differently, so he wouldn't be desperate, but he would be, you know, there has to be that sort of expression in the face that tells you this guy wants the pin now. And he doesn't really have those actions, but have to say, his SummerSlam debut was very good for someone who's only been resting, I think for maybe a year, maybe more, but I think it's only been a year, maybe not even that. And for me... He was really good, but shaky, and you saw a couple of botches there. But fighting Seth, who's one of the best wrestlers in the world, as we all know, was a good, you know, a, a good person to carry him through. Then he went to payback, and man, was it ten times better? He looked, he looked better without the hood. I think the hood was messing him up in the SummerSlam match, which you could tell straight away. The hood just wasn't. The, people just don't really fight with hoods because it can just get a bit too complicated. And for me, you know, it keeps going up on your head. You have to keep pulling it back down. It's just a distraction that you don't need when you're trying to fight at the highest level and you're that new. So the hood removal for me was a good idea. The outfit is a good idea. I like the colour combo. The music is a very good remix on... Uh, well, I'm pretty sure it's a remix on every Mysterious current music. And it looks... It, it sounds good. And I like, you know, just... I like him having the 619, the five-star the five frog splash off the top rope, a couple of raised moves... And the remix of the song because it gives you that instant feel of familiarity. If you don't feel like this is a completely new superstar that you don't know yet. You know it's Rey Mysterio's son. You know that he has he's probably got the talent within him. Now we just need to develop the mic skills, the looks, the expressions. And hopefully he goes from here straight to maybe the US title. And from the US title, hopefully straight to the world title. Because I think he deserves it if he just maybe worked on his mic skills a bit more. Uh uh, but uh, yeah, I really liked him on Raw. In I'm pretty sure it was a tag team match, right? On Raw, yeah, because oh no, that was on Payback. They faced them as a tag team, didn't they? Uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy, which was also a good match. And I did like the Murphy spin on it, kicking him in the face. I liked that. That was good. Uh, and then on Raw, obviously, he then he faced Seth Rollins on Raw. That was what happened. And that was also a good match. 
Uh, Seth, I think, should have won because you can't kill Seth with someone so new coming in. So that, for me, was the right call. And Dominic can, you know, he, he can't have his credibility ruined yet. Uh, unless he was, like, going to be the next Brock Lesnar. And he had to win every single match, but he doesn't. Um, and obviously there's an element there of Seth being a heel and being a bit scummy. Um, yeah. I think Dominic has a lot of potential. I think Keith Lee has a lot of potential. Them two together... Well, not together, but them two right now, I think, are the main attractions for me of Monday Night Raw. Not Seth Rollins or the Hurt Business. I think it's them two. They, the, 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 uh, they're the ones keeping me tuning in. I want to see how Dominic gets on. I want to see Keith Lee, how he gets on. And, uh, yeah, I also, I don't know if I mentioned about Keith Lee, but I really like his mic skills. His mic skills are good. He looks like he knows what he's doing and isn't afraid to speak on the mic. He has that sort of cocky, but he's a face. Uh, arrogance about him obviously his slogan is basking his glory which is great his attire looks great as i said just a name change for him but i'm pretty sure i've already been over that next person i want to speak about is going back to the beginning which is roman uh the paul Heyman angle is great i think that is oh yeah i said it earlier didn't i that's one of the best angles i think that for future and present for me, and if they unveil him as the main leader of Retribution, then you've you've got another whole thing on your hands there. I think it's a bit too predictable. It would be cool, but maybe just throw us off course a bit. Maybe someone who is maybe not that great, or maybe like someone even like Jeff. You know, someone so out of your mind you wouldn't even think AJ Styles, someone who's purposely not in that sort of Retribution circle to make you you know to really put you off. I think that'd be good. This person I want to speak about was Lana. Now, I was surprised to see Lana on Raw after the firing of Rusev. And she didn't really seem like she still worked for WWE, uh, you know, seeing her post on Instagram and stuff. But, uh, you know, she's not really a great wrestler, in my opinion. She's kind of there just for the feud with Oscar and uh, Mickey James. Seems like they're doing that classic, oh, we don't like each other, but we'll team up to fight you guys. A bit like what Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler are doing against Sasha and Bailey. And speaking of Sasha and Bailey. That's looking like a bit of a tasty storyline there heating up. I hope... Uh, well, I'm kind of hoping that they don't spill it up because they've done it so many times back and forth. I just feel like doing it again would just cheapen it. And then, you know, they could never be friends again. It's like it's like if the shield split up, you know, again, it would just... For me, it just kills it. So for me, Sasha and Bailey have that good going. But then I think they should bounce back. Instead of just losing their titles and be like, oh, we should have split up. I hate you. Let's have a rivalry for the for that title, which I think is probably going to happen. They should be like, actually, no. We'll win everything back again. And kind of just be annoying. You know, like annoying heels, winning it all the time, like Triple H did back in the day. You know, he'd always win the title. And that's what was so good about him and annoying. You hated that he won it all the time, but you loved it when he got beat. And you did love it when he turned face. And that's what wrestling's supposed to be about. Not moaning that Roman is forced down your throat okay if he's a heel you boo if he's a face you cheer that's how it should be you can have your opinions on who you like and who you don't like but if a he if a face comes out you cheer you don't boo and right? if a heel if a, if a heel comes out you boo you don't cheer for me it should be kind of old school like that it's just how it for me is how it should be and uh i don't think people should be cheered the opposite of what they are um I think next episode is going to be a, a bit of an AEW roundup. Uh, I'm going to be talking about um, John Moxley 
and his character and what I think compared to his uh, WWE uh, character, Dean Ambrose. We'll be talking about Chris Jericho and how much of a valuable asset he is for AEW. Vicky Guerrero and how much of a valuable asset she is for AEW. Uh, we'll be talking about Brian Cage and Lance Archer and comparing them both. Because for me, they're very comparable. Well, comparable. And I have different opinions on uh, both of them. I'll be talking about the FTW title. Uh, I'll be talking about the TNT title and Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega and Adam... Uh, is it? Um, uh, yeah, Adam Page, and uh, yeah, it'll probably just be an AEW episode, uh, because SmackDown isn't until Friday. I plan to do that tomorrow, uh, or Wednesday, shall I say? So I think it'll be an AEW episode, uh, and that is all for today's podcast. This is going to be quite a short one, seventeen minutes. It was a nice little roundup there of Sunday, Monday. And I'll do a Smackdown one, uh, hopefully Friday night or Saturday morning or Saturday night. Uh, I'll be doing pay-per-views, hopefully the day after. Uh, basically, I hope to do a podcast every day after Raw, every day after Smackdown, every day after the pay-per-view, and every day after AEW is filmed, which in England, I think you get it on a... Uh, I think you get AEW on a... I can't remember now. I think it's a, I think it's filmed on a Wednesday in America, but we don't get it till Friday. I think that's the case. But I'll be covering everything wrestling-wise every week consistently. So if you guys enjoyed this, make sure to follow. Uh, there's a link somewhere that you can donate to the channel to help us out. And check out the Twitter, Sides of the Apron. Check out the Instagram, Sides of the Apron. I'll be, you'll probably see me self-promoting like a scummy self-promoter in the comments. But you've got to do what you got to do to get that clout, you know what I mean? And I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. See you for AW, and I'm out. Peace.